Our Seattle Mariners uh, are currently a game and a half, I believe, back of the Houston Astros for the final spot, for the final the AOS spot, like the actual the, the actual division spot. We're a game and a half back. We're half a game, the half a game behind the Rangers, though, as well. Um, and then in the wild card, we're doing but fine. In front of a blue, Jason. You're listening to the Sports on Tap Seattle podcast. Correct. Uh, yeah. In the wild card, I was talking about in the division. Rangers are ahead okay, of us. Yeah. Uh, Astros there, and then in the wild card, we're fine. We're half a game up. So, sixteen games left, and these sixteen games are uh, going to be interesting. We have three against the Dodgers this weekend, the second best team in baseball after the Braves. So that's going to be a real test at home. We obviously get an easy series against Oakland. For three games, and then comes the: Do we win the division, and do we win the play? Do we even make the playoffs? Like yeah. run we, we that we have. Up Rangers, Astros, Rangers, correct? Yeah, three games in Fort Worth, wherever it is, Dallas. I don't know where they consider themselves. Three games in Texas against in Texas, the Rangers. Yeah. Three games at home against Houston, and then four games at home against the Rangers. Now, the interesting thing for the Seahawks, we've been very, or for the Mariners, sorry. We've been very good against the Astros this year, eight and two. But I believe we're like, we've been we got our we've been getting a one and five, I think, against the Rangers. So we really need to shape up. Uh, These next six games, especially for the Mariners, three against the Dodgers and three against the Athletics. You got to sweep the A's if you want a chance in the division. You have to, and uh, I think you got to somehow go four and two at worst. That five and one would be the best possible I mean, scenario. You're not going to sweep. Yeah. I mean, I'd be very surprised if we swept the Dodgers. But you said something and it kind of made me laugh. The Mariners got 16 games left at the end of the season, and the Seahawks got 16 games left beginning of the season. It's just such a different, different type of sport completely, a different type of experience as a fan. Um, what, what do you think? Let's, let's focus in on this weekend. What do you think we need to do against the Dodgers? I, I, two out of three? Like, what do we need? You got to win two out of three. You have to, because if you don't, all of a sudden you're going to be two and a half or three games back in the division, which is, which is slowly getting out of reach. Considering the fact that most of our games are against the Rangers. And I think it's the Astros that are the team that we're really chasing there. Mm -hmm. Um, Because the Rangers have just been a little too up and down. Uh, We, you also, can't really lose sight of this wild card race. I mean, like we're only a half a game. Like somebody's going to miss the playoffs, either the Rangers, the Astros, the Mariners, or the Blue Jays. One of those four yeah. teams is going to miss the playoffs. It's and, a shame with the Minnesota having to make the playoffs at the Central. Yeah, it's so dumb. But but that's just that's just how the rules work. But we have to win games. I mean, like no series the rest of the season going one and two is going to work for us like we have to i'm not saying we have to win 16 straight games i'm saying that you got to go two and one against the dodgers and you got to go two and one or hopefully three and oh against the a's and two and one against the rangers and two and one against the astros and all of a sudden you're building up on this and you know you end those last 16 games like 12 and 4 or 11 and 5 yeah you have a shot and it all starts with the dodgers though 11 and 5 is the number I think is the bare minimum for us to have a chance to win the division. 12 and 4, I would feel confident winning the division. Um, do you know, 
let's say we ended up in a tie with the Astros. Is there a tiebreaker rule in the division or is it still the one game playoff for the division? I'm pretty sure it's your interleague record, which is we have a better one. We have the top in our. Can, can you Google that? Because I think it is the division will play a one game playoff. I think, but the wild card becomes the tiebreaker rules. That's what I think. And then if we have a better interdivision record, we'd be the ones hosting the game. It's it's interdivision record. I was right. Okay. All right. So it's interdivision record. Head to head record is the first thing. Oh, it's head to head record first. So which so we have we, on the Astros. Yeah, we don't have it on the Rangers. And number two is intradivision record. So head to head record is also a tie than the clubs. Records within the division will break the tie, and then it's interdivision, and then it's the whole, so the whole AL. Okay. Yeah, there's there's no one game thing. No more one. Okay. Yeah, my my thing here is so what's our what's our record against the Rangers? Because we have what six games left against them. Do we have the opportunity to reverse that and end up with a winning record against the Rangers this season? Because that's another thing. Like there is a uh, scenario where you know the Rangers do well against the Astros because they play the Astros also. And then all of a sudden they're on top of the division and we're having a tiebreaker against the Rangers that we need to beat the Rangers. Like there's, there's so many different scenarios. The only here. way we can pass the Rangers is if we go seven and zero against them. Uh, I'm going to go on a limb here and say, we're not going seven and go against the Rangers. Cause if we go six and one, no, no, we can go six and one, six and okay. one, six and one. We'll, Cause we're one and five right now. So six and one to put us at seven and six. Okay. So not, if you go six and one against the Rangers, uh, they're all, they, uh, you never know. You never know. This is going to be the most stressful 16 game strike. Uh, honestly, I think it'd be like, I would say as a Mariner fan, we'd be content with making the playoffs as a wild card. If we did not have that at one point, the division lead. Now that we had the division lead and we tasted what it was like to be on top of that division, like I'm not going to be satisfied just earning a playoff wild card spot. Unless, of course, we go like, you know, to the ALCS with a wild card spot. But I want to win the division. I want to make the playoffs, George, because we have a chance of not making the playoffs. So I'd love to win the division as well. But like, I want to, I want to make the playoffs. That's but to be like I can't I can't sit here and worry about the division when I'm I know we're only a half a game up on the wild card. Like my focus is just like get this team to the playoffs. They have the best best pitching staff probably in baseball when healthy. They seem a little gassed right now, but like they they just talked about it on uh, I saw I heard Scott talking about it. like we played 16 straight games. Which by the way the MLB screwed them over with that road trip on the East Coast. Like I don't well, know how they just... didn't get one day off. Well, what, what's annoying about that is not only did they give them 16 straight games on the East Coast, we're the team that travels the most in all of Major League Baseball. If they need to be aware of any team to give them a few days off on an East Coast road trip, it is the Seattle Mariners. One. Give us one while well, they're flying from – give them the day off flying from uh, the Mets from New York to Tampa Bay, like one day. Like Yeah. <laughs> That's not an like, easy flight either. That's a four-hour flight. Yeah, and I know like the East Coast is like pretty jam packed together, but not the South and the in the North part. I mean, like at the end of the day, and then you have to fly back. They flew back from Tampa day game to play the next day in Seattle against the Angels, so they didn't have yeah. a day off. So this is a much needed day off, uh, especially before a juggernaut like the Dodgers coming to town. But I I will say, I want to make the playoffs. This weekend is going to be a huge test. We have 
the second best team in baseball coming in. You have to get two out of three. If we go one and two this weekend, we are going to be out of the division race. We're going to be four or five games back potentially. So like we're going to go from, yeah, we'll be like three games or four games back. Well, if we we'll, lose we're, we're two like games a game, and a half, a game and a half out right now. Yeah. And the Astros. So like, who? let's say the, let's say the Astros win their next two games. Let's just say or one or Texas does. And you lose two. you're three or four games back. But who do the Astros play this weekend? The Royals tomorrow. Okay. Not, oh, great. The Royals. That, that's convenient. They play the Royals six times in the next week, two weeks. What? How did, how did they get it? the Royals six times in the, at the end of the season? I don't know. I don't know how that works. They got three on the road in Kansas City, three at home against the Baltimore, three at home against the Royals, and then the Mariners, and then three here in uh, Arizona. All right, we need to go twelve and four minimum, minimum to win the division. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm telling you. That's why if you lose two games this weekend, like I was saying, you will be three or four games out of the division, likely. I mean, like, yep. unless you're lucky that they go one and two, like they did against Oakland. This is what bothers me: is they'd lost two games to Oakland, and the Mariners happened to lose on those days also. Like we didn't, we didn't make enough ground as we should have this last week, but it is what it is. Like I said, I'm yep. just excited for this team because you have a sold-out crowd right now currently on Friday and Sunday, I believe. No, Saturday and Sunday are sold-out games already. That's awesome. Mariners yeah, PR well, announced it, so it's going to be crazy. Yeah. yeah, man, it's just so hard now. You'd like to look back at games that mean you were stressed out about, like the Baltimore Orioles series where we lost two games in extra innings. Like, God, if we just took one of those, you'd feel better. Both of them, we'd be in a whole different scenario. Like, that's, like, the beauty of baseball. Yeah, it's 162 games. But you can go back and look at little moments. Like you just said, two out of three against Oakland, which we should have won. Two out, two extra inning games against Baltimore. If we won one of those in the two Oakland games, all of a sudden we're probably sitting on top of the division. But we're not. But we also were shitty at the beginning of the year. So at least we're in this scenario. If there's one thing the Mariners need to take for next season is please start hot next year. I know we're still have this year, but please start hot next year. So we're not in this situation and we're sitting pretty on top of the division instead of being doing what we're doing right now, talking about scenarios where we have to go 12 and four to to make the, the ALS champions. The last two seasons that took the Mariners having some of the hottest baseball in the history of baseball to get into these playoff positions. If they just started okay in the beginning of the season, we would have won the division maybe two years in a row. But, like, think about it. Last year, 14-game winning streak before the All-Star break was the longest winning streak since, like, 1901 before the All-Star break. Like, in baseball history, 14 in a row before All-Star break. And then this year, we won 21 games in the month of August, the most ever in our franchise history in one month. It took those two seasons to get into the playoffs. Like, if you just started a little bit, like one game above 500 last year or this yeah. year, we would have, we'd literally be number one seeds. Yeah, instead of being 41 and 41 through 81 games, we were 44 and 38. We'd probably be looking at a whole different scenario. Yeah, we'd be like four games ahead on the division right now. Yeah, but no, no. We, we it's have to really weird what they've been ourselves. doing. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. And even like someone like, like this, look, I want to talk about Julio for a second. I mean, he's putting up one of the most historic seasons in the history of baseball. He started off so slow. Imagine if he actually started off April, May, and June, really, like even average for Julio, what his numbers would be this year. He's at, uh, I mean, he batted most of the season at, uh, what's it called? 
in like at like, 230 or 240. Yeah. And now he's at 286 with 30 home runs and 30 stolen bases. So he's, yeah. I don't know how that, what kind of, I don't like whatever he did, dude. That is, I was gonna say, I don't know what kind of steroid he took. What kind? Of, <laughs> hopefully not. But like the guy, let me let me read you something, okay? Yeah, please. In the first half of the season, as you know, he was batting like two thirty. Right. He was like a complimentary add to the All Star game because it was in Seattle. Like nowhere near All Star numbers. Last thirty, Julio Rodriguez's last thirty games, he's batting three ninety four with twelve home runs and thirty seven RBIs. Wow. I'll read that one more time because that actually is crazier than I thought. Last 30 games, 394, 12 homers, 37 RBIs, and nine stolen bases, and a 745 slugging percentage. The guy is like, that's unbelievable if you think about it. Third, like 12 home runs in 30 numbers. games. Yeah. 394, 12 home runs, 37 RBIs in 30 games. That's yeah. unreal. That's unreal. Like those are numbers you'll, you over a season you'd never see. I don't even need him to do that. I need him just to bat, you know, two sixty uh, in the first forty one games with, you know, or first eighty one games with fifteen home runs. And even do this, you would have been at a forty home run, probably forty stolen base season because you would have been on base more. And then all of a sudden we're talking about a forty forty season and probably the MVP of American League. All that matters is that he's better than last year. That's what I'm happy about, to be honest with you. I mean, if you look at last year, we thought it was a sophomore slump. First of all, he only played 132 games last year. This year's already played more games. He batted 284 with 28 home runs and 25 stolen bases. He's at 290 almost right now for the year. Uh, he's he, he's at 286, but 30 home runs. He has more home runs, and he has 36 stolen bases. So yeah. he might end with 30-40, and of a better batting percentage than last year. So I think, you know, at the end of the day, if you just get a couple more years of like a progression like that, I think, I think Julio will be an MVP next year. If you, like you said, if he starts, starts normal, because they're not going to give it to Shohei Otani every year. No, they won't give it to Shohei every year. And also, I don't know if Shohei will pitch next year. That's also true. So that that could be so like they can't just give it to him, and they can't give it to him every year. <laughs> yeah, and I think Mike, Mike Trout's done getting them. Yeah, he's he's gotten old, dude. I think I, I think they're done giving it to angel angel players that don't make the playoffs. Yeah, they're tired of that. Like, what a waste. The angel. It if is. you look at the, if you look at the AL West, like in general, we had Alex Rodriguez win an MVP award with the Rangers not making the playoffs. Mike Trout win multiple with the Angels not making the playoffs, and Shohei Otani win multiple with the Angels not making the playoffs. It's a very interesting division. Yeah, it is. It's a very weird place. It's the AL West. Welcome to play, and we have the cheating Astros. Yep, and, the and you have... never made the World Series. Yeah, we got a lot of weird shit going on. All right, George. That's all we got today. Got to get our pod up. Got to get rolling. And uh, we will be back uh, Sunday night. Are we doing Sunday, Sunday night, night this week? Yeah, Sunday night after the okay. Seahawks game. Or after right. the second Sun- round of games. Either one. Whatever works for you. All right. We'll be back Sunday. Stay tuned. Subscribe. Like. Leave a rating depending where you're listening. And uh, as always, you know what we like to say, George. Hey, thanks for stopping by. Thanks, y'all.